Hello, I am Springer. And I'm Jen. Welcome to today's episode of The The Cats. Six hours later, Sunny and Fluffy had finally refound Bouquet's house and were entering the garage in their now completely open air bus. Ooh, said Fluffy. Uh, is this really the house of the nice people that you were talking about? I, I don't know about this. Oh, come on, said Sunny. You'll like it. It's better than being bear bait by a long shot. And, and the, the one who lives here, the, um, Bouquet? Maybe you'll really like her. Okay, said Fluffy. The two kittens walked around the front of the bus. Then, as they examined the room, they heard a peeling sound from the front bumper, and something large and black and furry came off of it and splatted down onto the floor. Ew, said Fluffy. Uh, It's okay. Says Sunny, she was determined that Fluffy would like the new home. It's okay, I think it's a toy. Come on, let's grab it. The two kittens went over to examine the strange black fluffed thing that was matted and worn and lying like a huge pancake on the floor of the garage. Sunny prodded it with one toe. See, it doesn't even move. Okay, said Fluffy, who reached down and patted it. Oh, it's soft. Look. Look, it's got a face. I think it's definitely a toy. The two kittens peeled Rascal up off of the floor and dragged him over to some large bronze doors at the side of the garage. What's this? said Sunny, looking at them. I don't know, said Fluffy. I think I read about one in a book, though. I think it's called an elevator. Ooh, said Sunny, looking all around. Do you think this button does anything? Sunny reached up on tiptoes and pushed the button. The door slowly began to open. And in the kittens walked. One side of the elevator was covered in bronze carvings. One side was the doors. One side was covered in carpet, and the other side had button after button, some covered in metal cases, some covered in plastic that could only be opened with a key. The kittens looked down all the scrolling rolls of buttons and pressed one marked pool. I like this button because it has these googly eyes in the middle of it. I don't know what it says because I can't read, said Fluffy. It's okay, said Sunny. I'm sure everywhere here is nice. She really wanted to make it be nice. After a few moments, the elevator began to move down, 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 even deeper into the depths of the earth. This is scary, said Fluffy, cowering against Sunny, who too thought it was terrifying. And then suddenly, the elevator stopped jolting the kittens up into the air, and the bronze doors ground back open once again. They revealed a blue-tiled room filled with moving light. Streaks and ripples of light danced across the ceiling. This is strange, said Fluffy. I've never seen anything like this. Oh, look! said Sunny. I understand now. Look, it's a pool. That's just the light reflecting off the water. Whippy, a pool, 
the kittens grabbed Rascal and rushed over toward the edge of the pool. Floaty toy! yelled Fluffy, and she threw Rascal into the pool, where, of course, he floated from the immense amounts of fat in his body, and both of the kittens jumped on top of him and began paddling with their hands. And there they stayed, paddling around the room for the next three hours, until the bronze elevator doors once again opened. And out stepped Boo Cat. What are you doing in my pool? She screamed. Who said you could get in here? And who are you anyway? Uh, said Sunny. I, I'm Sunny. I, I'm the kitten that you got from the company. I forgot all about that. Well, what are you doing? And who's that other one? I'm Fluffy? said Fluffy, not quite sure if she wanted to introduce herself by her real name or just sink to the bottom of the pool and die. Well, said Bukat, why are you here? Sunny saved me from a family that was going to use me as bear beat. They were really mean and they were down on the Kina Peninsula and Sunny said that you were really, really nice and that I should come and live with you guys and so I hope that's okay because I really don't want to be in any trouble and I can go back to them if you would rather. It's really okay. I am happy to leave. Said Boo Cat. But before she could say anything further, Rascal woke up and screamed an ear splitting scream. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, I was having like reincarnation, like like memories, like remembered I was I was dreaming, I think. I think I was I was I was a lifeguard. You were a floaty toy, said Sunny. Yeah, me too, said Fluffy. I thought you were a floaty toy. Bah! I know what you are, said Boo Cat. You're sheep food. No, no, yelled Rascal. We've all been through this before. I'm not sheep food. I'm Rascal. Nonsense. Get over here, said Boo Cat. I'm taking you for the last time down to my carnivorous sheep. <laughs> Looks like it's gonna be a good day after all. Boo Cat went over to the wall and grabbed a large net, which in an outdoor pool might have been used for scooping leaves. But in this pool, it was used for scooping out nasty, matted, run over, bedraggled cats. Boo Cat scooped up Rascal and with a massive amount of strength, she struggled over to the elevator and threw Rascal in before climbing in herself. She pressed the button labeled ground. The elevator shot upward, upward, upward to the surface of the earth where the doors once again opened. Boo Cat marched out, Rascal close behind her. <laughs> said Rascal. Frightened? He stared at Boo Cat as she walked out the door of the little house on top of the hill, down the steps. And Rascal, looking at Boo Cat, lost his footing and tripped, fell down the steps outside of the house, and landed smack dab on top of. Nothing. Boo Cat was there no longer. Bah, said the sheep. Bah, 
Bah, bah, said three other sheep. Rascal looked to the side, to the carnivorous sheep enclosure all around, making sure Boo Cat wasn't there anymore. And then he ran down Boo Cat's driveway, away from Boo Cat's house as fast as he could. Bah, bah, bah. The sound of the repetitive carnivorous sheep followed him like a haunting specter as he ran. Even though he eventually became no longer to actually hear the sheep, the terrifying sound still echoed through his mind as he ran, and as he thought about it, his skin began to seemingly peel from his stomach. Oh my god, what's happening to my stomach? I must be with some kind of palsy or some kind of scary, scary disease. Oh my gosh, what's happening? And then, right then, a large black lump peeled off of Rascal and landed on the ground. Ah! Said Rascal, I'm a leper. Ah! I thought I was a cat, not a leopard, but I guess I am. Ah! I'm falling apart. I've got to find a doctor. Oh, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I don't know if I should take that thing as a sample. I really don't want to touch it. It's kind of disgusting. He stared at the fur that had fallen off of his belly, and the fur blinked. And Rascal screamed again and ran off as fast as he could down Bouquet's driveway to safety. If you enjoyed The Cats, you may also enjoy The Wrong Town. The Wrong Town by Springer Moore, co-host of The Cats, and Marley McDonough is a chapter book for 7-10 to year olds. Kira is just trying to get one good look at the mysterious island off the shore from her cousin's apartment in Baku, Azerbaijan, when a massive wave knocks her amusement train clean off its tracks. She soon washes up on the rocky shore of the island itself, and is caught up in the bizarre succession of leaders and revolutions, which begins soon after her arrival on the tiny chunk of land known as the Wrong Town. In this hilarious story of unique characters, bad leaders, and one giant stuffed wolf, you will find out just what happens when you live on an island paved with duct tape and the only things to eat are Mountain Dew and potato chips. The Wrong Town is available in both paperback and ebook formats from Amazon.com. 